Welcome to a Halloween episode of The Endless Stream. It is episode 84. This week it's me, Aiden, and Kevin, and we are two sleepy boys that have woken up from a, a night of Halloween revelry at the uh, Dublin Inc. Bag of Cat comedy show and, and house parties and whatever else may be going on to record a podcast. It's a shorter than usual episode. As I said, we've... Um, we woke up to record. This week we're going to talk about Henry Cavill's exit from The Witcher. We're going to talk about Tales of the Jedi, new to Disney+, Plus, as Dave Filoni continues to redeem the Star Wars prequels. We talk about spooky shit in Ireland. We talk about horror stories from around the world. Aiden is a skeptic. Kevin is superstitious. All this and more on this week's episode of The Endless Stream. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, heading over to iTunes, liking and subscribing, rating and reviewing. Tell your friends about The Endless Stream. Anything you can do to help spread the word of The Endless Stream really helps us out. If you like what you hear, you can head over to Instagram at The Endless Cast, where we put up artwork to go with each episode. We put up the occasional clip, and that's a great place where you can send us a message, disagree with us, offer a second opinion, suggest something for us to watch. That's a great place to do that. You can also send us an email, theendlesscast at gmail.com, suggest things for us to watch. Or Kevin puts a call out in there for, have you got any spooky shit going on? Any scary stories? Anything weird ever happen to you? Send us a message over there. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. It is, this is going to be our October 31st Halloween episode, our spooky, spooky Halloween creepy spooky, episode. Spooky I think I'm going to use the image. Down your spine. We are both kind of recovering from uh, pre-Halloween, yes. Halloween events. Yeah. Um, yes. Friday night we had the Bag of Cats comedy show. In Dolan Inc. It was class. It was class. It was in Dublin Inc. and Dublin Inc. was class. It was, it was a very. You guys oh are great. God. It was a. It was a. It was. It was well received show, and it was very very busy. I I hope um, I hope yourself and Norby and and the the guys in the shop uh, enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd love to. T- um. I am conscious that for some of those people, they're like just hanging around their workplace late into the evening, and like they want to go home. Um, so I hope they, they, hope they I hope they got a yes, chuckle yeah. um, out of some of it. Uh, what else? What else? What else? We got. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. We had we had great acts. It was a great laugh. I was so stressed going into the evening, mm-hmm. um, just because of all of the prep it takes to, you know, set the place up. Like you, of course, made it fucking effortless once we got stuff there. But I just had I to be driving around the city picking up chairs and. Picking up things for costumes and goodie bags and giveaways and oh man, um, look those it was a it was a it was a riot. like I kind of like it was a riot once man, it like it's out. like I think it's great to be able to facilitate like entertainment for people that's no short feat you know what I mean like it's great to be able to yeah. be like hey I have this venue you can use it like you have these contexts you can use them and we had this show where people actually fucking come they drink they socialize they have a fun night like it was a great night it was so much fun mm. uh, I, I met up with a. Oh, we yeah. raised about oh, yeah, 360 yeah. euro, I think, awesome. all in. Amazing. Which is cool. Yeah, it was fantastic. We gave away some great prizes. Some There was great co- uh, uh, there was great costumes. It was really nice to see people come and make the effort. And some people went all yeah. out. And we we contacted the, the Stoker Festival mm-hmm. about the event in the run-up to it. And that was a good idea, left too yes, late. yeah. So next year, for sure, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to be knocking on their door. I, we got some footage of it. Um, somebody, some some social media maven put together like an Instagram story that was like nice clips and music. I don't know if no, you saw it, that who, story. Was it, was it last minute crack? 
because they posted a good few a few bits. No, and um, they posted yeah, great they, stuff as well. Um, it was great to have them in, in yeah, attendance. Yeah, Christina from Last Minute Crack was there. Uh, so shout out to her. Uh, mm. Thank you for always the support. She supports our Flash days and our comedy nights. So yeah, Christina and the Last Minute Flash page is great. Check out or not Last Minute Crack. Check it out. It's actually really informative. It's great. Um, it's it's great to have those little um, those little. It's great to have those accounts that just let you know oh, what's yeah, going man. on in the city, and you can just serious things. It's like, great, yeah, really handy. Yeah, but you were saying someone someone made a nice little video of it. I didn't see those videos. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll send it on to you. Um, somebody was there, like um, like I had Owen doing some recording and stuff, and I wanted to put together basically what this person did. And I'm like, fuck, okay, well, like making yeah, us look amazing. good. Um, it just looked like a fun yeah. night in, in the story. Oh, that's um, funny. And probably done in an instance by somebody with a good oh, grasp of social know, media. Yeah, they can put it together real, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Editing stuff with little like effects and yeah, music, cool. and obviously, obviously, straightforwardly done in UI. And I don't know Brilliant. how they begin yeah. to do it. Great job, folks. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Send us share the videos if you can. Yeah, I will. Um, the Next one's going to be November 25th up in the mm-hmm. Bernard Shaw. That's a bigger room. There's no obligation for us to get anything bigger than the audience mm-hmm. that we usually aim at. But at the same time, it's a big room. I'd love to fill yeah, as much of it as I could. You know, I'll promote um, it. Let me know. Yeah. Um, and when's that? The, um, the, the 25th of November? What day, what day mm, is that, mm. do you know? That's a Friday. Okay, I'll, I'll put in the cal. I'll see what the crack is. And uh, do you have any other plans this Halloween? Well, this is it. Now, I've recovered after Friday. I'm sitting here on Sunday. It's bank holiday Monday. Do I go out? Mm, I think my friend Terry was maybe thinking about going out tonight, but uh, I will not be going out. Um, I was out last night. I went to a Halloween party last night in Ronan, my friend Ronan's and Satna's house and it was awesome it was uh people's costumes were amazing you know like i like basically like i just had such a good time running around the place like chatting to people and asking about their co- or you know just talking about their costumes and discussing costumes like it was great it was so much fun it was great to see people being creative and you know like um uh i don't know how you say like maybe like resourceful with whatever you know things they had at their, at their disposal or whatever you know uh and some people's ideas are so great it was so funny um one of the one, of the, one uh, sat out the girl who lives there. She uh, she had mm-hmm. um, her T-shirt was Van Gogh's painting. I think it was the sunflowers, was it? And she had a frame, a real mm-hmm. frame attached to her T-shirt, oh. and a cap, a can of Campbell's soup coming off her shoulder, uh, tomato soup, but all like a, uh, uh, what would you call it? Not twine, wool, not wool, but like whatever they fucking knit with, yeah. Uh, Bull or whatever. But anyways, all coming out of the can. Yeah. So she was basically like just that that painting walking around, uh, destroyed by soup. Uh, my girlfriend did it. Is that painting okay? By the way. Yeah, I'd imagine. Like I'd imagine so. Um, but somebody did. Were they able to get the soup? But off somebody it? did glue their head to the girl with the pearl earring. <sighs> Let's not get back down into that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's very. So it's frustrating. Like the one thing you do is destroy art. It's like art is beautiful. Why? Yeah. Uh, but um, but look, it's it's it, their their heart is in the right place. I just don't necessarily believe their actions. Uh, too too yeah. wrong. Some make a right. Put it that way. Yeah, maybe that's controversial. I don't know. But uh, but yeah. um, I. Just go and just des- go and destroy their cars or something like the cars of yeah, all the tycoons. Or, or, you know what yeah, I mean? Or, like you know, kind of the assets. Of they, yeah, do it. To, to bring it to the actual like 
you know places. But look, it, 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 it look it's, it, it gets attention. Yeah, you know, it does it does it does their job right. That's what they're doing it for though. Um, but uh, I dressed as a ghost last night. Um, I I mm-hmm. bought a wee mask that would cover just my eyes if you get me. Okay. And uh, it was a white mask, and I hot glued that to the inside of the sheet. And I cut out the holes for the eyes, and I blacked out my eyes, and then I put the big massive sheet over me, and I had myself, I had my body wrapped in fairy lights, so when I turned them on, it actually got this really weird illusion of, like, floatiness, you know, or transparency. It was, it was actually, like, the lights were an afterthought, but it was so effective. It was very, very cool. Oh, that's class. Yeah, it was, like, everybody was, like, like kind of, like, <laughs> like, people were proper, like, freaked and shocked and stuff, but uh, it, went, it went really well. I got a great reaction. People's costumes are brilliant. My friend uh, Mark Stokes, who you know, dresses a chicken filler, mm-hmm. dresses a chicken filler roll, and it was so good. It was so good. I'll send you pictures later. It was brilliant. Um, oh, cool. I want to see his partner and two of her friends dresses different uh, Moira Rose uh, outfits from Shit's <laughs> oh, Creek. Uh, Eber was a demon. Uh, she made her entire costume from scratch. She made this. She made this really cool druid's cloak out of a fitted be- black bedsheet. It was great. You know, I just love seeing it, man. I just love seeing the creativity and just like you know, it's a room full of bloody thirty plus year olds, and everybody's just like everybody just went all out, having great crack. Um, yeah, there was some. There's some. There's people like who had like obviously like memes as costumes. One lady, uh, Queeve, I believe her name was, dressed as Goldie Hawn from Depp Becomes Her, and she had two circular mirrors on her front and back. You know the scene where, like, right. oh, oh man. Oh, yes, yeah. so it looks like this oh, thing. It was yeah, brilliant, that's dude. Like, trust me, costumes were phenomenal. Costumes were really, really good, really enjoyable. Uh, somebody brought the dog, Toto. He was, like, a 13-year-old big Collie Springer mix. Uh, he was really chill. It was great. Like, man, it was such a good time. Such a good time. Halloween is one of my yeah, favorite it's holidays. It's brilliant. That's yeah. class. Yeah, I, I I see like um, I don't know why I'm seeing no Lita in my Instagram feed that bar, but they're doing like a Gotham City. Oh yeah, yeah. Vibe for Halloween. I'm like, I don't know what that means. It looks like there's a couple of pumpkins with the words Gotham City written on it, and the bartenders have a Joker vibe. Oh okay. Um, I I don't know what that means in terms of a. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like a thing, but like. Like, uh, so like uh, the, the the house party last night we went to uh, Ronan has uh, he has quite the reputation of creating these prolific uh, Halloween parties where he decorates right. room by room in the house the gardens will have props and all that kind of stuff last night there was a salami hand so when you cut open the salami like it kind of bled out whatever sauces and stuff like that like he goes all out man oh, they're grim. great you know uh there's like he puts up a tent in the back for people who want to go smoke in the back and stuff like he he puts on a serious spread man it's great really really great he goes all out like the whole entire house we decorated all spooky stuff and it's just it's so much fun and uh, i look forward to i look forward to it next year man you know he doesn't want to stop doing them if he keeps doing them i'll keep going they're good fun and you heard it here first <laughs> that's it kevin <laughs> encourages more partying but um more party more partying uh i'm gonna I, I i i don't have any more plans now for halloween as we said it's sunday it's a bank holiday right. i'm off tomorrow uh i will be working yep. the next 10 days straight i'll be attending the dublin tattoo convention uh, if anybody's interested in getting tattooed let me know but uh i was gonna say what day oh, is that? the fourth fifth and sixth i won't be attending on the fourth but i'll be there on the fifth and sixth um is that worth like just going to out of curiosity? Like, is there stuff to see, or is it just all people? It's just, I guess, a bunch of different 
stations and people. Um, I think there's, I think there's elements of it being good for family out. You know, like there will be bits and bobs going on in entertainment and all that kind of stuff. But it, like, it depends. Kind of like, you know, some people would be enamored enough with tattoo and are just interested in, in the industry to just attend. Uh, mm. But like, um, I mean, in terms of not going out, you don't want to go see Black Adam later, do you? Not today, no. <laughs> my God, I am staying home. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing it next week, though. Okay, fair. I would like to see it next week. Maybe we can do some afternoon next week. See, yeah, see what your schedule's like. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd, like to, I'd like to see it anyways, that's for sure. It, it, it's what, yeah, that's the fucking thing about it. It's like it falls into the, I'd like to see it, but oh, it actually is an effort and it is expensive to go to the cinema. See, and when it's Black Adam and you know what you're going to yeah, think of it I when know, it comes out. Yeah. I know what I'm going to I know. It's, but like the thing is, like I'll go, like normally for movies like that, you see, and this is going to sound kind of like bad, but normally for movies like that, I, I'll go at like nine o'clock on a Friday morning I'm off, you know. Get the cheap chicken. Get the cheap chicken, yeah. man. And just like I know it sounds awful, but just get it in. Get just get it done, you know. Get it out of the way. Well, here's the thing. Then we're off tomorrow. What's the early screening in the morning? Um, I won't be doing it this weekend. Tomorrow's Monday. Oh yes, but I won't. I won't <laughs> be doing it. I, okay. I am. Uh, I. I, I, you, I, I am okay. Okay. Clocking out. But uh, but I said I will definitely do it during the week okay. if you want. I would like to see it. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you have any openings. Right. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I'm sorry. No worries, no worries. I saw somebody talking about The Rock, and they they were saying, they were saying, when is The Rock going to give us a truly great movie? You know, as big a star as he is, where if he's if he's a Schwarzenegger, if he's a Stallone, where is his truly great movie? And I know Brian always shits on The Rock, um, but I like the I guy. I like the guy, and I do like. Okay, the cult of personality has gone a bit far. At a certain point, you fall off. You know, you. you I still like The Rock, but I don't necessarily like Rock fans. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, fans um, in general, as Brian says, just the usual dorks. That's that's his phrase, which we must put on yes. a t-shirt. Just the usual yeah. dorks. Um, but the thing there is, you know, it, it's tough to compare him to a Stallone or a Schwarzenegger because Stallone and Schwarzenegger became these huge iconic people off of making those great films. Right, making Terminator, making Rocky, making Rambo, making Conan. Yeah. You know, they had these iconic moments that pushed them through mm-hmm. to cultural mm-hmm. relevance. Whereas The Rock started there with uh, with the WWF, WWE, mm-hmm. um, and moving through. So he hasn't had to win us over with a massive cultural hit he's just climbed his way into and he, also, he also he's obviously a very savvy businessman to a degree you know uh or uh like he he knows how to how to he knows how to kind of cultivate his brand doesn't he or create his band a hundred percent the the business yeah the business of the man is is spot yeah. on I, look, dude i like him and like i've enjoyed loads of his movies that jumanji remake was fucking or not remake but sequel or whatever it was absolutely savage it was mm. so much fun um, I like the rock, like, but like the thing is, right? Dude, I know who you're. I know who I can't remember exactly, but I know who you're talking about. I saw that video or you sent us a thing about the rock um, when he would give us a good movie. But it's like it's not about giving us a good movie. It's just like it's 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 a comfort in knowing that if I'm going to see the rock in something, it's going to be kind of like basic fun. See, I don't even I don't I don't even think this guy needs to like prove his worth by winning an Oscar. No, but I don't care. I just, you know, like that that's not what we're talking yeah. about. I just want like what what is the 
like what's the iconic rock movie what's his Southland Tales well there you go oh was he in Southland Tales um, okay well and then also is it in a it is Southland Tales yeah no is Southland Tales yeah. no maybe it's not. or is he was he was in um, the sequel to Get Shorty as well wasn't he yeah, be yeah cool. was, and he was great in that really really good in that um he was he was fine in that. I liked him I liked him but like I like I like you know I like him yeah. uh but like the thing is like it's a fucking it's a rock like like put, put it this way like I don't think he's uh, incapable of doing something good I was really surprised by John Cena in peacemaker uh but mm-hmm. uh but no the rock the rock scratches an itch that not other actors can scratch and other actors can scratch it as he can't and he, I think he has a place in his wor- in the world and you know as long as uh, he continues in the trajectory he's going in I'm I'm going to I'm going to like him and I'll, and I'll see his movies I like Jungle Cruise but I like those I like those kind of swashbuckling you know yourself you're the same Yeah 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 I I've got a I've got a curve I'll watch anything and eat popcorn Yeah 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 um Yeah, well, well, we'll see. I mean, we've we've confirmed Cavill's back as Superman. Yeah, apparently so. Um, yeah, so yeah. I I haven't seen that. No, no, for sure. In... Like I figured there was going to be something. Like, I'm not particularly shocked by that kind of stuff. Are you? No, I I as as um as Brian was saying, you know, like they 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 could have said yes, they could have said no. So obviously there was contract negotiation yeah. stuff going on in the background there for a while. Do you think that means um, Cavill won't be in the MCU? Oh, that's interesting now. I wonder if it precluded, like, was that part of the negotiation? You can do Superman, but you can't do... I'd say probably not. I think it's interesting that... I'd say he, like, I'd say if he has, if he has the clout, like, if, it depends how much they wanted yeah. him as Superman, he would have said, I, my option is open, I'll do whatever the hell I want to do, you know? You know, you know um, like, uh, like, to me personally... And tell yeah. me if I'm wrong, or listeners, give us your opinions, um, hmm. because I'd be fascinated to hear. I kind of think it's pointless to bring him back as Superman. It's like, kind of, I think the best approach for DC and Warner Brothers is to move forward with the with the other franchises, or, you know, I don't know, man. Okay, maybe give him one good shot, but fucking, fucking do it properly. But I just feel like I'm kind of jaded with all the Ben Affleck Cavill uh, DC Universe stuff. It's just been mm. so messy. Is it going to get any less messy now that he's back? No. No, it's going to yeah, be a mess. So I, I kind of feel like that's... I think, think less is more with these things, but yeah. Like, as in, like, you know, make it simpler, you know? Take a go. Take a, 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 a like. It's like the way it's the way Zack Snyder right did Watchmen. I really like that movie. I think it's a great movie. And it's just like get a director. Like I know I'm not like Zack Snyder. Obviously, shit the bed with the other ones, you know. But I think he got too much mm. uh, artistic leeway or you know um, creative uh, freedom, you know. But uh, I would say like kind of take take one of the good Superman stories and just do that, you know. Don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, they 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 need to. They need to build their world. Yeah, like stop, yeah. stop kind of trying to put like, like everything into it. You know, like sometimes it's just like, okay, Russell Crowe's dad, Michael Shannon's uh, Zog, isn't it? Uh, like uh, it's his whole origin story, and then this thing and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, it's like mm, a little bit like you're trying to set a really crazy idea of this Superman. You know, uh, make it smaller. 
like I, I you know I want I want to believe yeah. this like don't be kind of throwing aliens and all these type of things at me I know that sounds stupid but like mm-hmm. he is an alien but you know what I mean and I like yeah. give us a little Lex Luthor yeah chat. I like I like yeah, exactly and I like I like Man of Steel you know I like the, I got half of it like but uh, yeah because I think with a, I think with a character like Superman who's so unrealistic uh, you gotta make it more grounded even Shazam works better than the Super- than Cavill has been portrayed in the films yeah yeah I think the the Shazam I'm trying to think this through like what do you do because like I'm sick to fuck a scene kryptonite yeah. but we don't want somebody so overpowerful that like the Shazam threat was somebody equally powerful I guess but also the threat to the people around him Lobo Lobo could be a a cool character for him to fight you know Mm-hmm. And then introducing Lobo into the universe would be pretty interesting because he obviously could do his own standoff things, standalone things. I was starting to, I was starting to say, like, I mean, hell, they haven't done Lex Luthor. They could do Lex Luthor, but then I remembered Jesse. they did do Lex Luthor, didn't they? They had Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah I forgot about yeah. him. Um, yeah, actually, look, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd be inclined to think that this is just kind of cut bait on this universe. Start yeah, scratch. Yeah. You you need you need somebody with the longest vision, long long yeah, vision on yeah, it, you know. Yeah. Um, bit bit of patience and do it do it right, yeah. you know. Cultivate the youths. Yeah. Um, now they've got James Gunn. Yeah, but is he? He's just heading with the TV side, is it? Oh, he's no. in the entire thing. Feature oh, okay. In theory, in theory, he's their Kevin Feige now. Uh, interesting. Um, I mean, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I like Peacemaker. I like the second Suicide Squad. Yeah. His he's 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 kind of he's not a bad idea, but he's got a lot to deal with because that Joker sequel's in production. Mm. You've got uh, that other that um, Twilight Boy Batman. What's his name? Robert Pattinson. Robin Pattinson. Robert. Um, Robert Pattinson. We got Aquaman two still. Co- the Flash. Out. The Flash. That world is still floating around, you know? Yeah. Is Amanda Waller in Black Adam? Did I hear somebody say that? I don't know. It could be. Hmm. So it does feel like this universe is sticking around in some form. Yeah, it's a strange um, one. Strange one. Yeah. Because they have to sit down and they have to go, okay, Pattinson is an alternate universe. Joaquin Phoenix is an alternate universe. Alternate universes exist. Uh... I think it's a little bit ridiculous that they say it's all the universes because it's just like no, it's not. It's not an alternate universe. It's just, it's just, it's just different properties con- existing at the same time in reality that uh, have taken off in different directions. You know, I think by trying to put them mm. under the same like kind of umbrella label as like you know a multiverse is a bit silly. I know, I know, Marvel do the same thing, but Marvel have actually kind of. Well, I see. I don't. I don't even think they necessarily have to say it's a multiverse. They just have to go. That's not part of this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah, it's not. It's not. What's you know? the word? It's not. Uh, continuity. Let's leave that over there. Yeah. Yeah. Continuity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, We're not in continuity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk bought Twitter. So that went ahead. That went ahead did yeah. It? Done and dusted. So what does that mean? I think, I think Kanye West got his. Are Twitter people coming back? back? Um, I mean that that potentially is going to be the death of the app, right? Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, so I'm trying to see if there's any headline on uh, reinstating Twitter accounts of people that have been deplatformed. I mean, we all know Trump mm-hmm. was there. Was Alex Jones taken off of it? Probably. Um, wasn't there? Milo Yiannopoulos. Jeff, was it Jordan, people, Peter- Jordan Peterson? He was taken off of it, wasn't he? Peterson Peterson left. He, he said something and the internet turned on him very quickly and he, he jumped off. Now, I don't know if that stuck or if he got deplatformed subsequently. Um, but it's interesting. I was talking to somebody about this as well yesterday where it's like, the the thing that held up the purchase for Elon, as I understand it, is he called them out on, like, the value of your company is based on its user base, so how many of your users are real? Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, they weren't able to, at least for a while, they, they weren't able to give him a number that was, you know, accurate or realistic or, a, like, an acceptable number of, like, you know, if there's 100 million people on here or 60 million of them mm-hmm. fake. But even then when you do that, it's like, there's X amount of Twitter accounts, but that is a small, small fraction of the global population. Mm. And then there's a small population of those people, or a small percentage of those people that actually use Twitter actively. Yep. So when you're, when we talk about Twitter as this cultural driving force, it's like, what is the fraction of people? Yeah, it was such, it was such a strong that are actually using it's because it's, 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 it's because it's, it's just it's just modern day media, pal. That's all it is. We're told it's important when it's not really. I know social media isn't important. It's uh, it's essential to my job, but I wish it wasn't. You know, but it's like in in, in the in the grand scheme of things, you know, it's not important. It's not important. We so there's, use there's, it, it's not important. There's just under four hundred million. Twitter users. According to the next statistic down, 290 of them are active. Mm -hmm. Monthly active. That means once a month somebody uses it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's funny that it's as popular as it is, I guess. Or as, as, as relevant, or as, is it relevant as it's funny that people give a shit, is basically what I'm getting at, when it's that much a percentage of people, you know? Like, even 400 million is what percentage of 8 billion? Oh, don't ask me, Mats. Mm. Uh, speaking of... Speaking of Cavill. Cavill. No. Or were you, or were you going to speak of something else? I was going to completely else? speak of something else. Um, I had no. I, or are you going to speak I had no segue. Um, I just was going to say I did buy Marvel have re-released Man Without Fear and Born Again uh, graphic novels and I bought them and you know, uh, I would have them in maybe the Panini collect reprints okay but I don't know if I have the actual graphic novels um, I have a lot of Daredevil okay. I have a lot of Daredevil but from the well that's what I'm saying you're a big Daredevil head yeah right? I have a lot of Daredevil but from the um, oh, kind of like mid to late nineties onwards, mm. uh, and I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever actually got. Uh, I, I know, I know, I borrowed it maybe from somebody and things, but I don't think I actually ever got my own born again copy and stuff. So I was pretty happy. It was, a, you know, it was a, and it was also like just a, it's like a nice new little kind of version of it, you know, uh, collection and stuff. So right. I, I picked that up at the weekend, and uh, yeah, looking forward to to reading that and. Uh, the devil, the, the Daredevil TV show. 
Cool. Um, That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I don't know if I picked up anything else interesting at the weekend. Maybe not. Um, I wanted to get in. I saw that um, Declan Shalvey done a cover on a new uh, Star Trek book. Yes, yep. And it's a it's a book that has um, Captain Cisco in it, <laughs> which is my Deep Space Nine love coming to the front again because. Um, the the fate of Captain Cisco ended on a very cliffhangery mm-hmm. position at the end of seven seasons of Deep Space Nine. Um, so the fact that he's in another Star Wars story is like, okay, how are they doing this? And I wonder how canonical or weird or offshooty it is. It looks like the crew is like like a a, a dirty dozen of the the bunch of Star Trek uh, heads. So I'm like, yes, yeah. Any, is this sort of a dimension interdimensional axis type of thing? Or I've seen any any of the Star Trek stuff, the comic book stuff I've seen lately. He's been on the cover a lot of them. Mm. Which is cool. Oh, he's a, he's a huge Star Trek head, and it's great. Um, it's great to see him getting to draw the things he loves. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about Captain Cisco. He's on the cover a lot of them, so it must be a story. Oh, Cisco. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. No, Deck obviously yeah. Deck was on the show, and he told us how much he loved. We, we, uh, we told us how much he loves Star Wars. We know our Star mm. Trek, but um, so I think Aiden, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you mm. some I'm gonna read you some questions, right? And you're gonna okay. tell me which one you want me to 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 go further in, right? So, this is this is dark theme Reddit, scary, creepy, paranormal, mystery, and glitchy and beyond. Uh, it's it's on Instagram and has three hundred thirty six thousand followers. And obviously, they just they just take stuff that was posted on Reddit and reformat it for Instagram. Uh, so, this question. What's that? You're you're asking me questions. Okay, go on. What is the creepiest thing you've ever witnessed? And I, you can you can answer. You can tell me if you've witnessed anything creepy, and then uh, I'll uh, or and I'll read some of the ones that people said. I I don't think I have much of an answer. I've 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 lived a very very sheltered existence with with limited creepiness. Um, sorry, that's that's a that's a that's a very dull way of fucking answering a question. But I just don't have anything. You never you never like I've I've had a few like. I don't know. There's been some late at nights where there's a noise and I just get a little anxious, but okay. I usually rationalize myself. I just go, just go the fuck back to sleep. You yes. Know? Yeah. Um, oh, creepy things like yeah, I've been spooked and scared by loads of things over the years. You know, but I've also put my situation myself in situations where like you know, it's like a, a scary scenario. You know, if it was like when I was a kid, uh, like you know, late at night camping through the fields with my friends, like going into abandoned country houses. You know that kind of stuff. Uh, I probably got really yeah. spooked. Um, you know. If, I've, yeah, I've had like random things over the years, and uh, oh, the Loftus Hall. You know Loftus Hall. Loftus yeah. Hall is on a peninsula in Wexford, and uh, the devil was said to have visited one stormy night, um, and revealed, uh, I, uh, you know, during a game of cards, so when he dropped the card, they reached down on the table to pick it up. As he reached on the table, they saw that the the mysterious guest had hooves like the devil. And it was shocked, and then the devil jumped through the ceiling, and the, the hole in the roof has never been repaired, or it's unrepairable, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Mm. And it's then there's other myth and legend around the around the place. And uh, I actually shot a paranormal TV show down there once. Uh, what? 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 Yeah. So uh, a friend of mine, Thomas, shout out to Thomas. Uh, he is a right. camera. He was a really, really great cameraman and camera, and he got uh, he got um, a job uh, to shoot this. TV a TV pilot for TV Tree where they'd get a they go on these paranormal investigations and they'd bring different comedians with them you know 
and uh, Thomas knows I love all this paranormal stuff and we were going to have full access to his house for like 24 hours so uh, he was mm. like yeah come on give me a hand you know so I was like yeah cool so I went down with the day with him I was doing all like you know like holding mics and or booms and like things for lighting and all that kind of stuff you know but uh yeah. we got a, we we got to have full access to this really haunted by the way house uh they do like they do was this loftus yeah, house yeah loftus hall yeah yeah okay and they do uh they do like paranormal investigations there all the time they have like ni- there's nights where you can stay over and like you know it's like it's a whole thing it's just it's basically just marketed as like really creepy haunted house type thing you know and uh we got to go down there and there was some interesting stuff that happened there to be fair uh, the house was so cold. It's on a peninsula, so the house was so cold that I could, like, if I mm. went to touch my phone, my iPhone didn't register my fingers as fingers. You know what I mean? It was oh so God. cold, man. You have no idea. Uh, we went into one room, and I was like, you know, they had all the ghost hunting to- toys there, you know? Um, and like, mm. I was doing a scan of the room with this heat signature thing. I just one of the chairs in the corner was on fucking fire the heat off it was insane and i was just like and like there's only a handful of us there like literally like a handful of us six and yeah. we we're all in the room we we're in like the, we we're all in the same place at one time and then we went across and went into the other place you know across the hall into another room and yeah this chair was on fire uh but if you touched it it didn't it didn't feel obviously warm and uh there was a there was another chair very similar next to it and uh i got someone to sit there for like say like five minutes and then they got up and uh we did a comparison of the heat signature but it was completely different you know so uh that was pretty strange and i did feel like uh someone touched me uh like i kind of had a you can't see but the the the, the bend in your elbow that part mm-hmm. i felt like someone just mm-hmm. went like that to me you know and i turned because i thought it was one of the producers one of the ladies she was a producer i turned to look at her kind of give, give her a nod like what's up you know but then i realized that she was too far away from me uh for it to actually be her yeah. but it was, it was a very distinct like someone kind of pulled on my arm type of feeling but i i didn't bother telling anybody like uh the show is actually pretty shit it's on it's on tv3 or it's online if you want to watch it but it was good it was really good fun to do it I got to, I got to be yeah. behind this. That's how I got to be behind the scenes on a paranormal investigation show and stuff. But they did like knock on tables, and it's just like, oh, don't like. I, I I was really into it, and then at one stage they kind of just like knocked on the table, and uh, they were kind of. Do you want to hear? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to hear something? Um, uh, 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 spooky. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's not spooky. It's kind of like. I just opened my phone mm-hmm. to Instagram, mm-hmm. and the first thing is, Wexford's Loftus House. <gasps> it's a picture of the building is said to be haunted by the devil himself. The fate of the house was perhaps set in stone due to its construction in 1350 during the time of the Black Death. However, the legend of Loftus Hall actually dates from the 18th century when a mysterious stranger came calling on the Tottenham family who occupied the house at the time. Legend has it that the Tottenham daughter, Anne, soon realised that this mysterious stranger was none other than the devil, due to the fact that he had a cloven hoof in place of a foot. Soon after, the mysterious stranger disappeared when he flew through the roof. Anne, having brought shame on the family due to her supposed hysterics, was subsequently locked away in her room where she died several years later. <clears throat> As of recent, Loftus House has been bought by the Press Up Group and is being turned into a luxury four-star hotel. Oh. The last part was the scariest. From the people that brought you the workmans. Oh. Loftus House. Uh, yeah, interesting place. You know the spookiest place in Dublin? What? It's the workman the smoking work- area. So it is, it, that, that, it have been creeped out there plenty of times, that's for sure. So this is someone's story. I've not read this, so let's mm. let's just let's just freestyle. This person, in, in reply okay. to what's the creepiest uh, thing you've ever witnessed, says, "I was in a swamp in South Arkansas. My uncle and I were hunting, and it got right. out pretty early. 
we were just sitting and waiting and we got and we and then we both see this coyote walking past the coyote looked up at us for a minute stood up on his hind legs then walked back into the woods on its hind legs i swear this happened i've never seen anything like it before that would be odd bipedal coyote yeah that's that's the devil yeah that's that's the devil yeah devil's in arkansas devil's in arkansas probably at least was in that day one person said i once it's interesting though when you when you when you start a story with we were in a swamp is that how that started we we were what was the first line of that we were in a swamp inside arkansas yeah why? I don't think I've ever been to a swamp. Have you been to a swamp? Uh, I grew up in a bog. A bog is not unlike a swamp. Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. Yep, and I went camping on the bogs all the time. I'm so sheltered. Uh, you're not sheltered, but you're a city boy. Mm, you sheltered. You had uh, you had like uh, access to so much more things than I had growing up. So, but then, you know, I just uh, probably spent like eight hours a day just roaming the fields when I was a kid. Just getting up to... Mischief. Explore. Mischief exploring. Exploring. Just that's all you. That's all we did as kids. Exploring, climbing trees, finding rivers, catching frogs. I loved it. Great. I'm so happy I had that childhood. One person says, "I once worked as a server in a strip club. One member would pay me twenty plus dollars to make an origami frog, then step on it. I thought at first it was just weird, but then I learned about crush fetish." No, no king shaman, but don't hurt animals. Right. So he was having this person make origami animals so that he could crush them. Yes. While in a strip club. Yes. People are fucking weird. Yes. Uh, but 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 um, at least he at least she's not. Getting them to crush real frogs, or at least they're not getting them to crush real frogs. This is true. Why is crush fetish a thing? Why are people crushing animals? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, it's, it's Halloween and it's pretty scary. Um, I went camping with my friends on a hill a few kilometers out in the woods from one of the guy's houses. There was a few hiking slash four-wheeling trails in the area that led up to the hill so it's well known by locals it was about midnight we had all that we had a fire going and we were just sitting around having a good time then the guy there was four of us sitting opposite me yells who are you i turned around and there's this man about six foot tall staring at us from the edge of the woods with a big rock in his hand once one guy uh, knocked an arrow in the compound bow we had and access from the uh, an axe across from me grabbed a hatchet and pulled the knife off his belt we had no clue that we, what we were do, what we were doing but the guy wouldn't say anything to us he eventually just backed into the woods no sleep was had that night uh and we kept a f- very large fire going on that long um that's terrifying People are the scariest. Mm. People are the scariest than ever than anything else, really, isn't it? Yep. Oh, you're you're an old Sullivan, so technically you're cursed by the banshee as well. I beg your you're pardon. You're cursed by the banshee, Max and the O's. 
they're cursed by, cursed by the Banshee. The Banshees are locked into our family bloodlines. Uh, have you never heard a knocking? Shit. Have you never heard a knocking at 3 o'clock in the morning? Go to answer the door and no one's there? No. It's happened. Yeah, mm. happened to me one Christmas. Well, they technically didn't happen to me. It happened to my brother. Uh, I was out with my friends and he uh, there was knocking on our door at 3 o'clock in the morning and he went down to check it out and there was no one there. And uh, then I, I came home like maybe around 5 o'clock and uh, he, uh, when I was coming up, he was actually say still up or something you know and he was like hey were you trying to get in earlier i was like no 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 i didn't and then the next day my mom was like oh it's the front door gave me a trouble and i was like no she's like oh i thought you heard you knocking i was like no david said the same thing and then when my dad got home he was just like oh like uh were you not able to work the doors for the last time i was like oh geez mom said the same thing you know i was like i wasn't the one knocking at 3 a.m in the morning and i live rurally you know so uh right obviously a banshee no one died Obviously, 100%. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. No one died, but obviously the Banshee. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of it. Like, I don't have creepy stories. Do I have any creepy stories? I know Baving has one. She did tell me one that was very spooky before. Remember she said about, like, friends of hers, uncles, used to sell hotel supplies going around the country? They stopped in a and b like, in Tipperary or something. Woke up in the middle of the night. One guy saw a ghost crossing the room. Headless ghost. And, uh, kind of, I think, didn't say anything or something and then went back to sleep and stuff. But the next morning, just wanted to get the head out of Dodge, you know. And I think years later, they were recounting the story at a wedding. And the other brother was shocked when your man said he saw a headless ghost crossing the room. Because your man said, I didn't see that. I saw a headless, uh, uh, you know, a, a head floating across the room. So one guy had seen the headless body and the other guy saw the head. Ask, uh, yeah, ask her. I'm pretty sure she told me that. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. But I remember she said that to me. Okay. I don't yeah, check. Creepy story. I'd love to. I'd love if people had a... Maybe I, maybe I just blocked all of this shit out. Yeah. You, you know? you, you, like, I don't like being spooked. You don't like being spooked. I know that. Yeah, you probably did. Um no. But I'd love it. I'd, I'd love. I'd love to do like a, a listener episode of people's creepy stories and experiences. Even fuck it, like send it into us. I do. I, I'll do it whenever. Do you want to formalize that request? Uh, if you have any spooky, creepy, interesting experiences, paranormal, supernatural, or otherwise, uh, send them into us on the end of stream Instagram or. Alternatively, yeah. email at the endless cast on Instagram or the endless cast at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us your spooky yeah, stories. Yeah, send us your spooky stories. Um, uh, a girl I know has a tattoo studio in town that's haunted, and people uh, suggested to do the Ouija board. I would never do that. She won't either. I okay. would you? I mean, in principle, yes, because I know that the Ouija board was a copyrighted game from the 1920s. Like, there's no supernaturalness to it. Somebody sold a toy to Hasbro. Um, well, why do you not think there's any there's any supernaturalness to it? How do you know there's not? Our world, our world, our world um, isn't uh, confined by your arbitrary rules, Aiden. Uh, it's very possible that in this in this reality, in this multiverse or this mm-hmm. dimension, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. A, 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 mm-hmm. a a a a board game with supernatural uh, possibilities could have been marketed as a toy to children. To market weapons as children's toys, so why wouldn't they market uh, some little spooky game, some little spooky toy that one person perceives as harmless, but could potentially be 
very harmful. Hmm. You know what I mean? Everything's possible. I'm just not uh, superstitious. You're not superstitious. I don't know about that. I think, I'm very I think weird shit happens, but I think it's I think it's um, with investigation and study, whatever you identify as a weirdness has probably got an explanation. I'm very superstitious. Very. I wave a magpies. I don't tempt fate. I avoid all the superstitious stuff. Or I like to cancel well, out my superstition. In that we differ. Mm. Mm. In that we differ. We really are country boy and city slicker, aren't we? <laughs> we are chalk and, and cheese. cheese. But um, uh, what's your plan? So, so uh, what's your plan for the rest of the day? Again, I'm, tr- I'm trying to work that out. There's some comedy show stuff on tonight that's like, I should go in, show my face, chat to people, see some funnies. God bless it. Um, I'm also tired. I got drawn to do. I got a show to plan for next month. I got cartoons I like to draw. Um, I'm, 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 I'm reeling from the fact that they've replaced Henry Cavill with Liam Hemsworth why? as so the Witcher. So why is he not coming back then? It's money and other things. Do you want to get stuck doing... TV, I think he has to escalate himself a little bit. Yeah, fair. The Witcher, as as fun and as successful as The Witcher has been, I think it is an uneven show that is more akin to Hercules: The Legendary Journeys than it is to Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Agreed. Uh, I liked Hercules: The Legendary Journey, but uh, the second season of The Witcher left me feeling a little bit like shortchanged. Yeah, it's it, there's it's. It's goofy, or at least they're they're leaning into the goofy elements yeah. of it. And no, you're so right. It is definitely um, it's definitely more of a should name. Yeah, it. it's definitely more of a Xena Hercules type of uh, a show, really, yeah. isn't it? Com- especially when you compare it to the likes of Game of Thrones and obviously Lord of the Rings of Power and all that kind of stuff. Like, it took a yeah. different approach. And in terms of being attached, and it, like they were a career. Uh, tent poles or, or, or foundation stones that somebody like Cavill needs, like like a big franchise that he can do and then that'll that'll float him and he can go off and take some swings at other things and if they don't work he can go back and do another season of The Witchers and that'll float him again and he can go off and do some other things. And I think now that he's secured a contract that gives him a Superman film mm-hmm. at least, if not two Superman films or a, 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 a target towards a, another Justice League swing... You know he has a he has a roadmap of big things that are going to keep him massively culturally relevant outside of The Witcher, mm-hmm. so now he can start to look further afield. There, um, I think that the Enola Holmes movie coming out is good as well, and I think his turn as Sherlock Holmes is fun in that. And there was talk about that getting a spin-off of just a standalone Cavill Sherlock. Oh, I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, he, no. Watch the first Enola. Um, he's the is that, he's our older is that brother. The Mini Bobby Brown show movie. Yeah. Oh, it was a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. It was a TV show. Yeah, no, it's one movie. Okay. It's up there. Okay. It's fun. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, he's he's uh, he's Sherlock. I always, Check it out. Uh, yeah, but I, I always liked the Sherlock lore. You know. Mm. Um. Um. Uh, I also I watched the. Um, the Tales of the Jedi show that they just put up on Disney Plus, sort of six episodes of didn't know they were doing it. Yeah. Um, Star Warsy goodness, um, real easy throw on. I, I I just put it on over breakfast and I didn't realize I'd watched them. Is all. it more? Is it more single? Uh, um, shots? Is it anthology stuff? 
More one-shots, it kind of build itself as anthology, but really what it boils down to is narrative about Count Dooku okay. and Ahsoka Tano. And I was watching it this morning going, Filoni does an amazing job of retconning or or bolting on character development for these people um, that were basically two-dimensional elements mm. of the prequel movies. Mm. You know, Count Dooku, as much as Christopher Lee is an amazing actor, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Why is he doing whatever the fuck mm. he's doing? Um, and after Tales of the Jedi, it's like I got to see him grow. I got to see his arc and I get to see him in turmoil and there's a sequence in the middle there where he sort of the music transitions the music changes from sort of lightness to darkness to becoming this grey discordy kind of sound mm. and there's a sequence of him flying from one place to the other and that's pure Blade mm. Runner it's really a lovely it's also like Attack of the Clones with a feature budget it's amazing mm. looking. there's great stuff in it um, I really recommend checking it out um, what else am I doing anything with the day man I don't know I, I, I feel like I should because how often do you get a bank holiday weekend um, I know tomorrow I've got to swing by the shop pick up them chairs mm-hmm. I know Tuesday I have to drive them back out to the west of the city <gasps> I'm going to I just I just realised oh. I have M50 tolls to pay oh. from Friday yeah, but it's alright, you can beat him. But if you don't pay them before 8 o'clock the next day, they go up again. Oh, do they? Okay. And that was oh, yesterday. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Oh dear, buddy. <sighs> How about you? Um, uh, I think after this, Emer and I are going to go to Little. We're going to do a little bit of a wee shop for mm. ourselves. Uh, we're going to put on the rest of the Curiosity, or the Cabinet of Curiosity by Guillermo del Toro. I just watched the first episode mm-hmm. and I liked it. Uh, so I think we're going to get some, we're going to go a little, get some snacks, blah, blah, come back, watch stuff like that. But I'm also keen to play uh, one of the, I think it's the latest installment of the Dark Pictures Anthology, which are a group of games based on different, like each game is like a different story, but each game will feature like famous actors and stuff. The, the company that made it, their first one was Until Dawn, which featured. Um, oh, yeah. What was that lady's name? She was the main character in Heroes. One of the main characters, Christine... Hayden Panettiere? That's the one, yeah. Hayden Panettiere. Wow, um, can't believe I got that. Her. So the first one featured her. The second one featured, you know, Iceman in the first X-Men movie and he was Lamplighter in the boys. Yeah. Uh, the second one featured him. The third one featured the guy who's playing right. Adam Warlock. Okay, uh, uh, Poulter. Yes, Poulter. Poulter. I can't remember who's in the newest one, but they're actually they're really good. Kind of like so. Basically, the premise is like kind of like for example, in Until Dawn was like it's like it's like you're watching a, like you're playing a slasher movie, you know, and you have to see which character kind of uh, survived to the end. Actually, that Rami Malik uh, is that his name who played uh, Stephen Mercury, Freddie Mercury. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he was in that Rami movie. Malik. Uh, but yeah, but basically, like, uh, even like, like, you put it on, it, it, it was like, it could be a cast of, like, say, five characters. You put, if, if there's two of you playing it, it will just automatically assign you to a character. And uh, when that person comes up, uh, you just pass over the controller and you play it, you know. Uh, but they're they're good investigative kind of uh, creepy horror games. They're good fun. 
uh, and they're kind of like you know you're not, you're not playing them alone you're playing them with somebody and it, it's it's great yeah and like the, the objective is like is to get through whatever kind of horrific scenario uh, the game is based on uh, and how many characters you can survive because if you make the wrong move and stuff and that character dies that's that character gone like you won't get them back and they could die you could they, they could act like you could literally like be running down the road and then it says turn left or right you turn left and uh, the ground breaks off beneath you and like you die you know that kind of way and then that's that character gone Mm. so uh, it's really interesting it's a good fun it's a good fun game it's frustrating because like uh, obviously the objective is like you want all the other characters to survive but if one of them dies it can be really frustrating because like it's literally like a split second decision that you just made the wrong one or you did the wrong thing and like you know what I mean it's good the stakes are high it's mm-hmm. tense it's good fun that's class is that PlayStation 5 uh, yes uh, and I think the people who made that game I think they might have made a new one called The Quarry you might have seen trailers for that around the place uh, again, kind of, our, it's, it's the same idea, you know, kind of horror trailer game and stuff, but uh, good fun as well. Like, you know, it looks good. I would like to get it at some stage. But I, but I think that's it, man. I think, like, you know, just, just like, you know, we've had two great uh, nights out, and I think uh, I'm really happy just to chill for the rest of the weekend. Solid plans. Yes. I'm trying to, I, um, yeah, I don't know what my plan is for dinner either, though, now. I had a, had a Chinese last night, and that was my sort of, like, cheat. Mm. Cheat weekend meal, and now I'm like, well, it's still the weekend. Do I? Oh, yeah. Live a little, buddy. Do I go nuts with donuts? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. Also, I have a really kind of, like, lately I've been really feeling a strong urge. I really want to watch Spider-Man into Spider-Verse again. It's a great movie. Class film, yeah, check it out by all I means. Think, uh, I think the reason it's on my mind is because I always think on. that the Peter Parker that was voiced by the guy from New Girl, um, I think that'd be a great costume yeah. some, some year for Halloween. That'd be a great costume. Feels like that's where the energy is for that episode, yeah? <laughs> yeah exhausted. But we showed up. That's the main thing. It's a relaxed fit episode, as they say. Yeah.